Today is Monday, September 4, 2023. The Lord comes to judge the earth. The Lord comes to judge the earth. The Lord comes to judge the earth. The first reading according to the first book of Thessalonians, chapter 4, verse 13 to 18. Brothers and sisters, we want you not to be mistaken about those who are already asleep, lest you grieve, as do those who have no hope. We believe that Jesus died and rose. It will be the same for those who have died in Jesus. God will bring them together with Jesus and for his sake. By the same word of the Lord, we assert this. Those of us who are to be alive at the Lord's coming will not go ahead of those who are already asleep. But the command by the eight archangel's voice is given. The Lord himself will come down from heaven while the divine trumpet call is sounding. Then those who have died in the Lord will rise first. As for us who are still alive, we will be brought along with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the celestial world, and we will be with the Lord forever. So then comfort one another with these words. The Gospel according to Luke chapter 4 verse 16 to 30. When Jesus came to Nazareth, where he had been brought up, he entered the synagogue on the Sabbath, as he usually did. He stood up to read, and they handed him the book of the prophet Isaiah. Jesus then unrolled the scroll and found the place where it is written, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me. He has anointed me to bring good news to the poor, to proclaim liberty to captives, a new sight to the blind, to free the oppressed, and to announce the Lord's year of mercy. Jesus then rolled up the scroll, gave it to the attendant, and sat down and the eyes of all in the synagogue were fixed on them. Then he said to them, Today these prophetic words come through even as you listen. All agreed with him, and were lost in wonder, while he spoke of the grace of God. Nevertheless, they asked, Who is this but Joseph's son? So he said, Doubtless, you will quote me the saying, Doctor, heal yourself. Do hear in your town what they said you did in Capernaum. Jesus added, In the days of Elijah, when the heavens withheld rain for three years and six months, a great famine came over the whole land. Yet Elijah was not sent to any of them, but to a widow of Zarephath in the country of Sidon. There were also many lepers in Israel in the time of Elisha, the prophet, and no one was healed except Naaman, the Syrian. On hearing these words, the whole assembly became indignant. They rose up and brought him out of town, to the edge of the hill on which Nazareth is built, intending to throw him down to the cliff. But he passed through the midst and went his way. God's kingdom is marked by healing, freedom, and mercy. Many businesses and organizations have a mission statement that tells people their purpose, goals, and values. 
they print this statement on company reports and post it on their website so that customers and employees know what they are about. In today's gospel, Jesus visits the synagogue in his hometown, and in his reading from the prophet Isaiah shares the mission statement that will be described his public ministry. Jesus' ministry is to proclaim the Lord, the kingdom of God. God's kingdom is marked by healing, freedom, and mercy. It brings good news to all who are willing to hear. As followers of Jesus, we share his mission statement. We too are called to bring healing to a troubled world, to share mercy and forgiveness with our brothers and sisters, and to spread the good news to all we meet so that they too may live in the freedom of the children of God. This is the call of the missionary disciple. First Book of Thessalonians, chapter 5, verse 17 to 18. Pray continually, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. Matthew chapter 6, verse 9 to 13. Man of Prayer. My family members, my grandpa, dear king, as a man of strong faith in prayer, but it wasn't always so. My aunt recalls the first time her father announced to the family, we're going to start giving things to God before we eat. His first prayer was far from eloquent, but Grandpa continued the practice of prayer for the next 50 years, praying often throughout each day. When he died, my husband gave my grandmother a prayer hands plant, saying Grandpa was a man of prayer. His decision to follow God and talk to Him each day changed Him into a faithful servant of Christ. The Bible has a lot to say about prayer. In Matthew chapter 6, verse 9-13, to 13, Jesus gave a pattern for prayer to His followers, teaching them to approach God with sincere praise for who He is as we bring our request to God. We trust Him to provide our daily bread. As we confess our sins, we ask Him for forgiveness, and for help to avoid temptation. But we aren't limited to praying the Lord's Prayer. God wants us to pray all kinds of prayer, all occasions. Praying is vital for our spiritual growth. It gives us the opportunity to be in continual conversation with Him every day. As we approach God, we humble hearts, with humble hearts that yearn, to talk with Him, may He help us know and love Him better. Cindy Hess Casper How does God view the humble prayers of His children that may be less than eloquent? How can you make a prayer a part of your daily life? Father, thank you for the blessing of the prayer and your acceptance whenever I call you.